Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Today, we're going to be talking about the NHL awards and how for the first time in forever, uh, the voting seems to have gotten all of the awards, right? And the kind of not so close Stanley Cup final race on top of some free agency in women's hockey. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for tuning in to, an, to another episode of Locked On Flames. If you are a returning listener or if you're a new listener, hi, hello, welcome. My name's Jess Belmosto. I uh, used to work in the PHF and I do a lot of writing and podcasting, so I am well-versed in the hockey world. And today we're going to talk about the NHL awards, the Stanley Cup finals, and some free agency and big moves in the women's hockey space. But first, let's talk about Igor Shosturkin. Everyone's favorite goalie uh, won the Vesna. He he had a really great season and held it together for the Rangers this year. And of course, you know, um, this is all based on, all of the NHL awards are based off of um, regular season performance. So, I think some people forget that, Um, especially I remember 2019, I believe it was, 2018, uh, when Oscar Lindblom, um, or maybe it was later, maybe it was 2020, uh, Oscar Lindblom uh, was out for the season with cancer and then skated in a postseason game, and everyone was really upset that he didn't win the Masterson, but the voting takes place before for the playoffs. So keep that in mind. All right. Um, But like I said, Igor Shosturkin had a really great regular season. He held it together for the Flames. And I want to say that he is the reason the Rangers made it to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, It was, he was a big piece of this Rangers team and the identity for the Rangers on top of uh, kind of closing the gap in between Hank's departure and the next generation of goalies that the Rangers were going to put together. He's 26 years old and that that's wild to me because I'm 26 <laughs> and he's out here like having like a fantastic hockey season and I'm just talking about it on t- on on YouTube or whatever podcast platform you're listening on but Jacob Markstrom ended up coming in second place with the voting um I, I think that's fair I think that while Markstrom had an excellent season I do believe that Shesterkin was able to really <laughs> really carry his team and was able to just perform at a smidge of a higher level. Um, Had Shesterkin not been nominated, yeah, of course, it would have gone to Markstrom. Like, that's the obvious answer there. And the voters got it right, you know, just kind of, I think that it's fair to say that. And 
uh, what's his name? Elias Lindholm came in second for the Selkie voting, which was very surprising to me because he's not even like the best two-way forward on the Flames. So <laughs> having, you know, Markstrom and um, Lindholm come in second, you know, it's always a bridesmaid, never the bride sort of deal, but let's laugh about it. Uh, the voters uh, decided that Austin Matthews deserved the Ted Lindsay and Hart Award. Both are MVPs, MVP awards. Uh, the Hart is MVP of your team. I don't think that Austin Matthews is the most valuable player on his team. Like, yeah, he scored 60 goals, but you also have players like Mitch Marner, John Tavares, uh, Jack Campbell, who, you know, I think there's an, there's an argument there. And I do think that Johnny Gaudreau should have won, or at least been a finalist. <laughs> and Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr is our Norris winner, and it makes so much sense. I think that it's so exciting to have another Hockey East player <laughs> win this. You know, last year it was Adam Fox. And did Adam Fox? I think Adam Fox is a Hockey East guy. I'm li literally blanking, so forgive me. But, um, you know, Hockey East is a great big deal in Massachusetts. And... Um, uh, I just really think that Kale McCarr is a cheat code and it's awesome to see, you know, back-to-back -back young winners for, <laughs> for this award and you can't go wrong with it. So um, I, I'm not complaining. I know that people are complaining about uh, Roman Yossi not winning, but I truly think that this was Kale McCarr's, uh, like he should have ran away with this. And for your Calder, Mo Cider. Yes. Um, I, I the, My only takeaway here is that if you gave a first place vote to Michael Bunting, I think we need to talk. I think we need to um, really look at where your head is at because I don't think that, number one, I don't think he should qualify. Number two, he was on the line with Austin Matthews and producing. And when he wasn't, well, he was pretty much absent. Coming up next, we are going to talk about how the Stanley Cup final is kind of falling flat. But let's talk about Rock Auto. Rock Auto will never leave you with a flat tire because you can order all the car parts you need on rockauto.com. They are an amazing family-owned business have been operating for over 20 years now and have reliably low prices when you need your car parts. I need to get some more brake fluid and some more uh, parts for my car. Uh, bulbs, probably some new carpet, spilled a coffee, and it's, it's bad. It's bad. So I will be visiting rockauto.com and using their easy-to-navigate website, to get myself some new products at a reliably low price. And it doesn't matter that I have never fixed my car myself before. And it certainly doesn't matter that I am not a mechanic. So head on over to rockauto.com today and put 
uh, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. I'm going to be honest. I am not having a lot of fun with this Stanley Cup final. I think that the blowouts are just not exactly fun. Um, you know, I, I appreciate <laughs> that for the first time in forever, the two best teams in the league are going head to head. But I, I wanted to see something a little bit more competitive. I expected to see something more competitive. Uh, now, I'm not talking like two to one games. Like, I'm not talking like Daryl Sutter hockey. I mean, like, Something where it looks like both teams are <laughs> giving it a whirl, but it really doesn't look like they're ever on the same page as like competitors. What what kills me is that Tampa does not look tired. They don't look like they've had deep playoff runs for the last three years. It's astonishing to me. And I am kind of thinking that both of these coaches are at the point where they're kind of playing mind games with each other. You know, what are the lines going to be? Who's starting in net? Uh, and, you know, I, I do think that it is a little, um, it's easy. You know, we talked about it. Uh, if you were around for the Dallas series um, with the Flames, it definitely was similar. I think that Daryl Sutter, um, was definitely giving some mind games and some tricks there as well. Um, especially when Chris Tanev came out of the lineup and Michael Stone was slotting in, Brett Ritchie would come out and they just kind of like, there's never really much clarity there. But I, I don't feel like Vasilevsky has been Vassy. I don't think that he has. He, I feel as if he's been playing, even against the Rangers, he looked not like himself. He didn't look like, you know, the guy that everyone's afraid of. He didn't look like the brick wall. He looked just, I don't want to, I can't pinpoint it. I don't know if he's having issues tracking the puck or what, but it's just not the Vassy that we're used to. And I think it's a little bit, weird to watch and then you have Darcy Kemper in net for the abs and we don't know what's going on with him right we don't know um we we don't know if he's injured or to what extent he's injured uh Jared Bednar has kind of you know kept it quiet you know it's the Stanley Cup you don't really talk about injuries and the transparency there, because, oh, well, why would you let someone get in your head like that? Um, but what does, I don't want to say confuse me, what intrigues me is that they have had to pull him because of how many goals he's let up. And it wouldn't be the first time in this playoff run that they have gone with uh, Francis, Francis, um and I'm very, I'm just dead set on believing that you cannot win the Stanley Cup with your backup goaltender. If your backup goaltender is who's in net for you, you're, I, I feel like you're not going to have very good luck. Um, like we talked about it on Western Conference Wednesday on Locked On NHL. 
the abs can outscore you, but Tampa will just outplay you back and will ultimately win. And I don't know how much success you're looking to have when that's, when that's the case, you know, um, I don't have a prediction for this series. I think it's going to go seven, but I'm hoping that game four is at least a little bit closer, a little bit more competitive. And I'm talking like closer in scoring. And I don't mean like, Oh, it has to be like a two to one game, like three to two. I'm talking like that game in the battle of Alberta where, where they ended up like, it ended up being like eight to six or something. And the Oilers ended up scoring like four unanswered goals or something like that. You know, a little bit creative, something fun to watch, but not a blowout. I don't, <laughs> I'm not having fun with that. And I know that this is like talented hockey or whatever, but I just want to see more. I want to see more from these guys. But coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, the PHF and some of the latest free agent signings. But before we do that, let me introduce you to bet online betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information find all of the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's nhl playoffs and major league baseball bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting esports and scores and Bet Online remains the best spot for all your scores and sports news. Bet Online is the fastest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device, iPad, or Leapfrog, whatever you're closest to, to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. And just as a friendly reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at JustBelmosto. I'm always tweeting over there. <laughs> you can also read some of my articles there as well. But what you'll also see there is the latest news surrounding the PHF, the Premier Hockey Federation, which is formerly known as the National Women's Hockey League. Uh, they had a rebrand last season, and, you know, it's it's time. It's time to talk about the goalie shuffling. And I would argue is one of the biggest moves in uh, the offseason thus far. I think Allie Thunstrom going to, I believe, Boston is another. That's a pretty big deal. That is a very big deal, actually. I believe she signed with Boston. But um, Boston hasn't announced a single signing. I think what they're going to do is roll out, like, a roster and – we're just all going to be shocked. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But the biggest signing this week has been Carly Jackson, everyone's favorite goaltender, moving on from Buffalo. She has been with Buffalo uh, for her whole career, and she ended up going over to the rival Toronto Six. Yes, she is right over is it a bridge, a border um, in Canada to uh, the Toronto Six? And that is crazy. I thought that Carly would be a beaut for a very long time. She had a great season last year, and they're 
their regular season was really great. And I think that, you know, it is unfortunate that, you know, a, a fan favorite moves on, but we, we see that time and time again in every, every league. And this is one of those where it's kind of like, oh, that hurts. Because, you know, it's a rival team. But who will the Buttes have in net? And that, uh, today they announced their, uh, they signed goaltender Cassidy Suave, who do one-year contract. And she played in the PWHPA before, which was the, um, it wasn't an official league, but it was part of, um, you know, the mass exodus of former players who played in the NWHL, who left years ago and have just kind of created hubs for themselves and whatnot. But she will join uh, Lavisa Bernston, who uh, resigned earlier this month. And that is from Melissa Burgess. So it's interesting to see how that's going to go. Um, a few names that I haven't seen out there. Uh, Rebecca Russo hasn't resigned or hasn't re-signed with the Riveters, is she going to move on or is she going to re-sign? Uh, I have not seen uh, Amanda Levier for the Whitecaps. And I'm just, I'm very interested to see what, what Boston's uh, MO is here without... Uh, I feel like they're dropping Easter eggs on the timeline, but now we're going to see some pretty interesting uh, roster moves. I know that there are a few players departing, but it appears that Captain Jillian Dempsey will be back. So that is all I have for you right now. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. And as always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jess Belmosto. You can follow the show at LO underscore FlamesPod and follow the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And I will see you tomorrow for a very exciting interview with a draft-eligible pick, Ty Palmer.